0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Nick Frazier Podcast. Hi, on with me today, Tony Frazier, also known as my brother.
1: Hello, beautiful people.
0: There we go. Yes, that's his little intro we got going here. Uh, Also, we have a special guest that will be named in a little bit. Um, Tony, we're going to talk a little bit about Mississippi State football right now. They got rid of Joe Moorhead and now now they're at a whole new chapter in the mississippi state football what what we got going here
1: i mean uh, home run a uh, home K-1 run for a baseball coach now ad at mississippi state right he literally just hit a home run i mean bat flip and everything no doubter um shout out to my boy Elijah McNamee i mean doing doing what greats do Last right home at bat it's an absolute walk-off bomb. I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, we mentioned it in the last podcast mm-hmm. episode. So if you haven't listened to that, definitely go back and check it out. Um, and now I'm actually going to bring on uh, one of my best friends from college. Nate Kitson is coming to us live from beautiful Stark Vegas. Nate, what is the good gospel? There? Uh, are you there?
2: Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, are we going into a battle here?
0: The Pirates in town.
2: The Pirates, the Pirates in town. Have y'all not heard? We have not. Oh, man. Mike Leach in Stark Vegas, the new head football coach of the Mississippi State Bulldogs.
0: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Does it
2: get much better than that?
0: I I honestly don't think so. When Joe Moorhead landed in Stark Vegas last year, he was introduced with... Two years ago. Excuse me, two years ago. He was introduced with uh, a bunch of, like, cheese fries and whatever. He was serving meals all through the night. Then you got a guy like Mike Leach. What yeah. what, what, in I mean, the world yeah. would bring a guy out from West Coast all the way down to the good old south of Stark Vegas?
2: Well, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, a lot of things. Um, it, when you look at uh, it, I think he'll go into more of this tomorrow, but... Um believe it or not, uh, the uh, resources at Mississippi State are better than that of Washington State. Uh, I never thought I'd uh, uh, say that um, our resources being any better than anyone else's, but uh, apparently that's the case and uh, they brought Mike Leach to Starkville.
0: Yeah, and you know, I think it's a really good fit for the program itself because when, when uh, we had Joe Moorhead here, he he seemed like he was he was a good coach offensively, but there was also question marks on the defensive side of the ball, and obviously there's some question marks with Mike Leach as well. But uh, I I don't see I don't see an, a lot of question marks like I did with Joe Moorhead. I think with Mike Leach, uh, I, I remember John Cohen in his speech he gave today about hiring Mike Leach. He said. An offensive genius and two-time national coach of the year, he has a track record of building programs to national prominence with accountability and blue-collar approach. We are thrilled to welcome him and his family to the Mississippi State family and look forward to watching our football program grow under his leadership. Now, two things that stick out to me, and that right there from John Cohen, is accountability and growth. Uh, I'd say accountability for sure. Uh, there was a lot of question marks and problems under Joe Moorhead. Uh, they had that, uh, you know, the, the the school issue with the kids and their tutoring and test taking. What was that called, Tony? They call that, what, TutorGate?
2: Yeah, TutorGate. It was TutorGate 10.
0: TutorGate 10, yeah. I, I think... I think that was a big problem under Joe Moorhead, and they just couldn't seem to get their feet under themselves, and, and then it led to just catastrophe to the football program. And I think this is a great turnaround for uh, – I mean, excuse me. It was a great turnaround for the Mississippi State football uh, athletics and also for the AD, John Cohen, to know that he can still hire big-name people and bring in the accountability that the team needs. Right, and that was, that was the main che- main reason – for the for the change, you, you get
2: Joe Moorhead coming in. Okay, you're here last year, you, you didn't see quite the, the fire or the intensity. You, you know, you saw a lot of penalties. It, it just wasn't trending in the right direction, I don't think. And then you get get into this year. You got the Tudor Gate, and then going into the uh, Music City Bowl there in Nashville, uh, you get starting linebacker Willie Gay. Um, starting quarterback Garrett Schrader getting into uh, into a little tussle, um, as I would say, uh, and uh, Willie Gay got one good swing in um, and, and knocked, uh, knocked Garrett out of the Music City Bowl. And that, that was just when everything just kind
0: of came to a head and, and it was pretty clear a change needed to be made. Yeah, I agree. Tony, what do you think about that?
1: Essentially, I mean... Willie Gay did some pretty inter—I I mean, incredible things. You know, he played, you know, two, two and a half, three years of solid football in Mississippi State, and then he goes and swings at Garrett Schrader, and then lose a bowl game, and then what day or two after he declares for the draft, and that's you know, that's the end of him. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. Incredible.
2: On top so. of being one of the to Gate time.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It that that just that just makes the story even even funnier to be. But I mean, with Mike Leach, listen, the sky's the limit with this guy. I mean, I am, I am very excited to to see what he does. I, I my only worry is from a roster standpoint. I I don't we are we are not built to play have a shootout with, with other teams. We just we can't afford to do that. I mean, d- defensively speaking, at, at least yeah.
0: Um, because there are question marks with the defense. I think what Joe Mohard was trying to do with that football program was re- rekindle what he did at Penn State. And I think it was more of a 50-50 chance with the hire from John Cohen when that happened. Uh, but now with, with Mike Leach, I think this is a whole different scenario. He's, he's turned two programs and from mediocre to actual notab- notable you know programs in referring to Texas Tech and uh, Washington State. Uh, I do have here on his resume a little key thing here. Two-time National Coach of the Year. And within his 18 seasons of coaching as a head coach, 16 of those were bowl seasons. So if that doesn't tell you anything, that's a really good percentage.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, contrast the two hires, I think, uh, two years ago when you bring in Moorhead, you you think you're getting a really good coach. He, He hasn't proven himself really at as a head coach at any level. You know, he was at Fordham, but um, you really don't know what you're getting as a head coach when you bring Moorhead in, but you look, uh, you bring in, in Leach now and, in 19 seasons as a head coach, and he's going to 16 bowl games. Mm-hmm. You, you really you really know what you're getting there. Exactly. Um, so I think a lot of state fans are really excited about that, including myself. Uh, well, the, uh, the atmosphere at the uh, Starkville Airport, this afternoon was was incredible. You got people lining up on the fences. He's he's you know shaking
1: hands and kissing babies and and signing cowbells. So unbelievable. Um, yeah, it, it's uh,
2: it's pretty exciting time here in here in Old Stark Vegas.
0: You know, I I have here with him coming into the SEC. He has two home games to me that are pretty notable for winning. If he can win against Auburn and Texas A and M. Uh, I think Mississippi State has a really good shot at having only a two-loss season. Um, and I'm just saying that because their two main teams they're going to be facing are Alabama and LSU. Now, I, I will say this as uh, from a fan perspective. I don't want to go too far into next season without, you know... Dissecting the recruiting class and seeing who's actually coming back and who's going and stuff, which we, we kind of know who's going, but the coming back part and even also what the transfer portal now happening, so we don't know about that as well. There are a lot of question marks, like I mentioned earlier, and you know it, they they keep adding up or whatever. So um, uh, if if they can win against Auburn and A and M next season, I think they have a really good shot at making a, a very high bowl.
2: Oh yeah, and you go into next next season, and and the games we should win. uh, I think we got eight games we should win, four games. Definitely, I would think two games that you really are long shots of us winning. And and uh, luckily, uh, A and M and Auburn at home are two games that we can really uh, swing in any direction. Um, Luckily, luckily we have them at home, so. You know, I think the key uh, for Mike Leach coming in, um, obviously keep trying to limit staff turnover, but really just getting a, a top-notch defensive coordinator in here and uh, ultimately a, a good wide receivers coach because that's uh, that's really where we struggled this year um, and, and last year. Um, and if you're going to roll out that air raid offense, you've got to you have people who can catch a ball. Oh,
0: I agree. And I, I think that – that with uh, Leach here, he he's got that high quality air rate offense that he likes to rely on. And I, I think with his addition to the Mississippi state football program, I, I don't think they'll have any problem with finding a, a wide receivers coach whatsoever, but uh, on the defensive side, like we mentioned earlier, and now uh, there, there will be some question marks and, and hopefully they can be resolved soon. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you on that hundred percent, but yeah, here also I have on Leach's resume He got Washington State to number 10 in the nation in 2018, uh, and that's in the top 25 of the college football playoff. So that's pretty impressive, and he led Washington State to their first ever uh, amount of wins to 11, the highest it's ever been in school history. So that speaks a lot of volumes for the productivity you're getting from Leach as a coach.
2: Absolutely, and we're – we're looking for that guy who's who's first of all going to get us back to where uh, where Dan had us when he left us, which was you know eight nine you know that ten one season, um, and he's somebody who can who's proven that he can do that. Um, so really really
0: looking forward to get bring that quality football back to Starkville. Yeah, and that that's one thing that you mentioned there is I I like the hire as well. I think I. I think Leach is going to be the guy that's going to straighten out the program. Uh, like I mentioned earlier about that, you know, tutor gate, all the above. But besides that, he's a guy that seems to be very involved. I think he'll be a guy that's going to be involved with the campus lifestyle and he's going to make it a football culture. I think that's one thing. Cause I remember when he worked over at Washington state, he taught a history class, I believe. And he was very interactive with the students and, you know, that's one thing that goes a long way is when you're very personable as a coach, um, and also have that blue collar sense of humor, uh, you can't get a better combo than that. And on top of all that, he's a phenomenal coach. You know, he's getting 11 win seasons, all of the above. Unfortunately, they didn't have such a great season last year, uh, with the six and seven finishing out, but, um, that that doesn't really speak a lot of volumes there. I think it's it's just a good time to transition to a new chapter in his coaching career.
2: Yeah, and he he's looking forward to it. And like you said, it uh, the the mystique of, of Mike Leach is really unending because the guy never played a dime of football in his life he's actually uh went through law school he's a lawyer by trade which a lot of people don't know but he's actually very very scholarly um but and if you've even watched one of his press conferences you know that hilarious um so he can he can relate you know pretty well with the players and and really with the campus and, and everybody he really interacts with but um when we talk about the accountability, you know, he means business. He he'll he'll make fun of you, you know, on the field, but if you
0: if you miss run a route or if you slack off during a game or anything like that, you, you probably won't hear the end of it. Um, which is which is really what we need, uh, to bring back into the program. Oh, absolutely. A lot like we said earlier, accountability. Accountability and growth. Those are the two key things I think that Mississippi State fans need to really hone in on and understand. Mike Leach is a guy that is accountable, and he's a guy that you want your programs in the hands of for growth. So, and on top of all that, he's going to be cool, calm, collected about it if you follow his his rules. So, and oh, yeah. that, and that's the thing for 2020. Everybody that is listening, uh, be on the lookout for Mississippi State. Uh, and you know, uh, obviously the in-state rival T. Sun. Um, has hired Lane Kiffin, and, and Kiffin, Kiffin is also, you know, applauded Mississippi State's hire, and he's congratulated Leach and his his new chapter and coaching career. But be on the lookout for that game on Thanksgiving as usual. It's always played on the evening of Thanksgiving. Um, but just be on the lookout for Mississippi State in general in the football season of 2020-2021. Uh, I have a feeling – Go ahead.
2: You, you you look at the SEC West right now, and, and who's heading up all these programs? I mean, you obviously got Saban, you got Ortron there at LSU, you got Jimbo Fisher, Gus Malzahn, and and you know those are just four top notch coaches right there. And then here in Mississippi, you got Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach, uh, two two of the biggest characters really in, in college football. You know, battling it out for the egg bowl. I mean, you, you really just gotta gotta look at that list and, and be amazed uh, that these guys are going to be going at it. And then, and then you games. got you got Sam Pittman there there at Arkansas, but he he doesn't really count. <laughs> oh my goodness! For,
1: for right now, we we will give Mr. Pittman a. Uh... A slide on that. Yeah, a little asterisk. Yeah, 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 a little pass. No, no, I, I agree. The the West is just as stacked at as uh, as coaches as it is players in general. I mean, you know, the, this just speaks volumes to what the SEC is. I mean, it's just it is the epitome of college football. I mean, there, there there will be many people say Big Ten, blah blah blah. Congratulations, take a cookie. Okay, cool. Um. But essentially, I mean, Mike Leach. I mean, he puts Starkville on the map like like Dan Mullen did when he first got there. This is it's almost like a reincarnation of Mississippi State. You know, we we, we had the, these lulls after Mullen left with Morehead, and then we kind of figured out, you know, hey, enough's enough. This is you know, it's, it's, it, we got we got to change. We got to do something different. And that also speaks volumes to how John Cohen is when he was before being an a d and an associate a d when he was a baseball coach i'm I'm from what my understanding is he is he's very intelligent. he knows what he wants. he tolerates no nonsense, and that's exactly where what, you, what you're gonna get with coach leach and I, I that's why I said it's a home run because both the a d and the football coach are one of the more powerful peoples in that hierarchy at Mississippi state. As long as those two are on the same page, which I I, I don't see what, why they would not go off, uh, be be off the same page, um, it it just worked out for everybody. I'm 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 so thrilled to be able to watch. Some, oh yeah, some pirate ball from the
0: hey. From I Captain agree with himself. you. Somebody give me a, a mustache. I need to get a little solid mustache <laughs> a little on my little face.
2: Garner Minshew mustache. Right? Me, yeah, I mean, need
0: one of those fake mustaches. I remember in a post game interview, they gave uh, Leach one of those. Minshew
1: mustache. Yeah.
0: But yeah,
2: you, you look good with one.
0: I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to grow one right now. It's just not growing in very full at the moment. Uh, you know, they yeah. say during the winter time it's good to grow one, but hey. can't can't do it this yeah. year. Probably next year. Next year. Nah. We'll work on it. Yeah, we'll work on it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Tony, I agree with you. Two great minds think alike, and that's what you're getting with the Mississippi State football. It's basically the reset button. The Mississippi State program has basically said, hey, I'm done playing this poker hand. I've lost all my money. It's time to go buy some more chips to buy in. But, but what, what what do you think about the hiring process?
2: Oh, man. I'll I tell you what, guys. Uh luckily i've had the last week off of work or else i wouldn't have gotten anything done at work but really i hadn't gotten anything done at home i've just been refreshing twitter refreshing all these sites just this hiring process has just been absurd um definitely not good for the health um (laughs) it's it, it probably one of the most obscure searches i've I've seen in my entire life, and and like I said, I, I hadn't been around long. But um, when you start off firing a coach after a bowl game, um, you you really turn some heads, anyways. Um, and really having that draw out almost a almost a week really kind of started to worry me here in the last couple of days. But um, you really think if you fire a guy at that time, you you would hope that he has his guy ready to go. Um, or at least one guy who's pretty sure he can get. But it, it, it's been been a been a pretty crazy ride. And I, I don't know how much... You, have you guys followed it at all?
0: You know, this was the first I was hearing of it. Like, probably two, three days ago, I heard about this little murmur of Mike Leach headed to Stark Vegas. But that was about it. And then today, holy crap. They go sign yeah, him.
2: Man. Yeah, it, it, yeah it. so... Tony, were
1: you going to say something? No, no, all, all I was going to say is, you know, like Nichols, a couple days ago I heard murmurs and small rumors, but I, I didn't think anything of it, and then today a co-worker of mine said, hey, the pirate is coming to Starfall." I'm like, oh, yes, arg, arg, matey, arg, yeah.
2: That's... So yeah, we we start out, and the the big rumor, even around uh, going into the Egg Bowl, uh, when, when rumors first kind of started going around that we were getting rid of Joe Moorhead was, was the big name was Billy Napier there, uh, uh Louisiana Lafayette.
0: Yeah. I heard about um, that.
2: Really just a, a new coach, but, um, has done really well. I think they won 11 games this year after the bowl, after the bowl game. Um, and that his bowl game was on Monday. So that kind of threw a wrench into things. He wasn't really willing to talk, um, Really, after, until after the bowl game, so um, it, it sounded like he was pretty interested. So John Cone was waiting, um, waiting around, but still kind of doing his due diligence. Uh, and the one name that really came up was uh, Joe Judge, who's uh, who was the special teams and wide receiver coach uh, for the New England Patriots. He was a walk-on at State, worked under Saban uh, for a couple years at Alabama, um, and was really, really thought of, thought highly of um, there by Bill Belichick. He was kind of grooming him to be a head coach. And uh, that name kind of gained some traction going into his maybe, um, maybe – Monday and Tuesday night and really uh,
1: uh, we had agreed to everything with him um, I think on Tuesday night mm-hmm. and
2: really everything everything was done except for the name on the on the contract and you know why the wife was out shopping for a maroon dress to wear to the press conference and then he wakes up Wednesday morning and New York Giants are calling them wanting him to be the head coach uh, uh, there for the New York Football Giants, and he really just had to take it.
0: Yeah, uh,
2: and you really can't blame him for it. That was a big, big knock to Cohen's plan, and everyone kind of started freaking out. Got a little, uh, got a little scary here in Starkville for a little bit, and we were looking at Todd Grantham, uh, the coordinator for Florida, uh, who's here at State for a year. Looking at Troy Calhoun there at Air Force, Steve Sarkeesian, um, really going into the last two nights um, looked like the front runner, uh, which really, um, other than his off the field issues, would have been a, a home run hire. And then today, wake up and all of a sudden, uh, early this afternoon, contract was signed with Leach. So it's really been. <laughs> been kind of a crazy couple days um here just trying to get all this lined out so it's been interesting for sure
0: oh yeah like they say the coaching carousel this is for sure been a carousel more than like a roller coaster so yeah
2: and and really the the napier guy billy napier um was kind of holding out for for the baylor job which wasn't open yet right Uh, the baylor job was um shoot effort uh matt rule mm-hmm. went to carolina um, went to carolina but he was the giants number one guy um so he passed out the giants to go to the panthers and then that opened up the way for joe judge and i mean it
0: just so many moving parts it's ridiculous oh i agree tony what do you got to say about that man
1: to be honest with you i was uh, very much on board with 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 joe judge uh, I would I would have been just as happy as I am now. To be honest with you, I mean, the the whole the love the love story of him coming back to his alma mater and trying to build something to back up is just a great story in general for for all of college football and uh, it just so happened that he decided to go a different route and luckily John Cohen had his had had some had some extra ammo and some other choices and he went with the the pirate and I. I I'm just over the moon right now and, oh yeah and i oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so thrilled, so thrilled to be here fireworks going off a lot
0: well, all right. oh yeah yeah hey, we got any any updates on baseball?
2: Oh man uh, I think I think aren't we about to roll into this i I think we are we are uh, I, I'm, I mean really shoot,
1: how can you not be excited about baseball? All them dogs <laughs> stand up. oh yeah. No,
2: it, it'll be good. The, uh, I think we got our our starting rotation finally nailed down. Um, so, so we'll see how that works, see how that develops, and uh, no news is good news on baseball front.
0: Yeah, yep, I agree with that. I agree. Any any notable names we need to look out for this season?
2: Uh, let's see. Uh, really, our, our Saturday guy is going to be uh, Chris McLeod. Um, guy can can throw some serious heat um sunday guy is going to be eric sarantola uh had had some he finished strong last year he was our midweek guy a couple times uh this past or last season um struggled with some control issues but um looks like he's kind of um kind of improved on that so we'll we'll see how how it all ends up Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on and uh, praise the Lord and good dogs.